say it's your birthday. Happy leap year birthday. Boy, you really must celebrate today. You know that feeling when you find a $20 bill, maybe under a couch or on the street, or you wake up thinking it's Monday when it's still glorious, wonderful Sunday. That's kind of the vibe of today for me. The, the freebie, the bonus round, the unexpected gift. We get a whole extra day today. Indulge me as I put on my tweed suit and some eyeglasses, plop a weathered leather satchel on the desk and approach the chalkboard as Professor Morgan for you to explain some basic science you probably learned back in fourth grade. If you've ever wondered what would happen if we didn't do this, it might be more dramatic than you think. It takes Earth 365, 24 days to orbit the sun, which is 365 days, 5 hours, 48 minutes, 56 seconds. Those extra hours create enough time for one new day every four years. If we didn't add that extra day, the calendar would shift about 25 days every century, meaning that after about 600 years, Christmas would actually be in July. In that sense, it would be in the middle of summer, at least in the Northern Hemisphere. We wouldn't have an early winter Christmas again for another 850 years. So basically, leap years are vital to keep the months in sync with the seasons and annual events, including equinoxes, solstices. But the better, more pressing question is, I think today, how will you spend your additional 24 hours? Might it be contributing to your RRSP? Thanks to a leap year, you have an extra day to contribute and still make it count on your 2023 tax year deductions. And of course, if it's your birthday, well, then you you have to celebrate. And I went looking for some birthday freebies on this leap year day. Around town, I see you can get free poutine at Coney Island. I know the keg. They have a free Billy Miner pie ice cream. You need your ID, of course. If you download the app, Canadian Brew House offers you free nachos. Those are just a few around town today. If it's your birthday, I feel for you leap year babies, too. You're probably sick and tired of always hearing the same joke every four years. If you were born February 29th, 1984, you will hear happy 10th birthday for multiple people today. Hey, because it's a leap day, do you think we actually are getting paid for today or is it like working for free? Even with an extra day, it's, it's, it's still a day or two shorter than the other months. I guess technically that would mean you're still making money on the deal today, right? And especially for the other three years. All right. I solved that. Okay, Roy Oberson, take it away. Cause you're working for the man. You're working for the man. Working for the man. Coming up. Thank you, Roy. Uh, The latest teacher's actions not necessarily affecting Regina or Moose Jaw today. Uh, The riders are calling an audible after getting grilled on social media. They sent emails to season ticket holders telling them to use girl math to justify buying riders gear. People began ripping them. They apologized. I've got more on that coming up. And uh, the cold snap is over. Nothing new when it comes to the teachers in this province, uh, but I can't tell you there will be no noon hour supervision at six different locations, divisions, if you will, uh, including uh, schools in Swift Current, Malfort, 
and to the north, too. Nothing really in Regina or Saskatoon. Both cities uh, left out of teacher sanctions for today. He finally did it last night by uh, Connor McDavid. Broke his 10-game goal drought in Edmonton. 30 seconds left in overtime. Here comes Connor McDavid. Right through the middle. Right in. He scores! Connor McDavid wins it in overtime. 3-2 the final. McDavid with a couple assists as well. Uh, his first goal in 11 games. What a great response from him after the game. You did decide to score, right? <laughs> there, was no one, there was no one to pass to. He was, I, was, I thought Himes would be on the backside, but uh, quit on the play, I guess. Oh, that was funny. And uh, Oiler fans, you should know this. According to FanDuel, despite the struggles on the defensive side, they're still the favorite to win the Stanley Cup, according to FanDuel. I want them to win the Stanley Cup. I'm not necessarily ready to go to Las Vegas and put all my money down that they will win the Stanley Cup. But uh, they're going to make a good run. I hope they win the Stanley Cup. Um, news broke yesterday that Richard Lewis died on Tuesday night. And he's on the current season of Curb Your Enthusiasm and known for his neurotic style of stand-up comedy. Letterman was quick to post one of Richard's many appearances from late night. In fact, from 1983, here's one of his first. I used to sit around the table with all the relatives. They used to put me down in harmony. It was like really an embarrassing thing. <laughs> you'll never make it. You'll never make it. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> he made 48 appearances on Letterman, which uh, I think might be a record there. His uh, neurotic mind would become his signature on stage. Here's a little more stand-up. I'm paranoid about everything in my life. Even at home, I, on my stationary bike, I have a rear-view mirror, which I'm not thrilled about but hey what's my problem what's your pro- for me i have bad posture i have low self-esteem i'm unhappy about it i i could blame my parents i want to blame my parents for practically everything i look after high school i said what should i do i have no idea what i should do and they went well we think you should run away with the circus and that wasn't good for me well, richard lewis 76 passed away tuesday night from a heart attack and he had announced last april that he had parkinson's disease And when you look at this guy's life, it was pretty rocky at times. He had beaten addiction to cocaine and alcohol. He started with Jamie Lee Curtis on the TV sitcom Anything But Love. And Jamie Lee shared last night how heartbroken she was of his passing and also said he was the reason she got sober. Curtis said, he helped me. I am forever grateful for him. That act of grace alone. Larry David, his... His good friend, and of course, from Curb uh, Your Enthusiasm, said Richard and I were born three days apart in the same hospital. And for most of my life, he's been like a brother to me. Richard Lewis, gone at the age of 76. And as I'm reading some of those comments that I shared with you there from Jamie Lee Curtis and Larry David, I also noticed on social media that Liam Neeson was trending. And I thought, oh, no, not Liam, too. Is he gone? No. There is a huge social media debate about whether or not he's the right choice to take over for Leslie Nielsen, where he left off as they're rebooting rebooting the uh, Naked Gun series. Now, don't get me wrong. Leslie Nielsen, he was awesome. Can I interest you in a nightcap? No, thank you. I don't wear them. Lieutenant Frank Driven, police squad, this is my Captain Ed Hawken. Is this some kind of bust? Well, it's very impressive, yes, but we need to ask you a few questions. Do you gamble, Lieutenant? Every time I order out. <laughs> now Paramount Pictures has announced the rebirth of the Naked Gun comedy franchise. It'll be hitting theaters next summer and will star Liam Neeson. That's why it was trending. Seth MacFarlane, by the way, is one of the producers, which 
I'm going to use Seth because he produced uh, those Ted movies, the teddy bear movies that are more adult than they are children, of course. There was Ted, too, and Liam Neeson, proving that I think he's a good pick. Here he is in Ted, too, walking into the grocery store, Ted the teddy bear, working behind the till, and Liam's character approaches him. Hello. I'd uh, like to ask a few questions about this breakfast cereal. Uh, yeah, yeah, box of tricks. I've been led to understand that tricks are exclusively for children. Is that correct? Well, I, I mean, they say uh, tricks are for kids in the commercials. Uh-huh, but it, uh-huh. And is that enforced by law? Uh, not to my knowledge, no. So if I purchase these tricks, there'll be no trouble? No, no, you, you, sh- you should be fine. <laughs> you do understand that I myself am not a child. I, I was able to sniff that out, yeah. Okay, I'm going to bring these back to my apartment. Uh, yeah, yeah, you'll, you'll be okay. And uh, I won't be followed. Uh, no, that's, that's not in our budget here. If that doesn't prove Liam Neeson can pull off a naked gun, I don't know. Well, you know what, Wood? And I can't play the clip because it's, uh, well, it's too raunchy. But Google Life's Too Short Improv a bit with Liam Neeson and uh, Ricky Gervais. It is hilarious. And you will understand why they chose him to take over the character of the naked gun movies. I'm all for that. Thumbs up to Liam Neeson. He's not dead, thankfully, too, as he was trending. It was for that. So you're telling me you built a time machine? All right. Time to party. My time machine has been activated. Well, it's not really, but having a little fun on... uh, Leap Year Day here. Happy Leap Year birthday if it is your special day indeed. And I think uh, today a lot of people will will find some sort of way to have a little fun. And if it's birthday fun, I mentioned it earlier, there are a lot of Leap Year birthday uh, gifts, if you will, that you can find for free. Most of them are sweets. I've noticed that. But if uh, you got a sweet tooth, it's a good day to be celebrating a birthday. And with your ID, just about anywhere you go, you can find a special. Like I said earlier, if if you want, go to Coney Island. They have free poutine. That's not too sweet, but that's fine. And a lot of places around town encourage you to download their app in order to get your freebie. But it's still there for the taking. Hey, the Montana Briar is all set for tomorrow. And our own Jamie Nye is uh, taking the green zone on location there. Mike McEwen, of course, skip of Team Saskatchewan. We're going to be cheering him on to, to break the drought. Haven't won since 1980 in this province. Fresh off a record-breaking win a year ago, Brad Gushu's team is the defending champion. His club attempting to become just the second team in the history of the Canadian Men's Curling Championship to win three straight titles, matching the run of Randy Furby. You remember that? The Edmonton Club from the early 2000s. Team Gushu will begin its quest for a three-peat uh, tomorrow night at 6 against Nova Scotia. The other opening draw games, Friday, a rematch of the Alberta Men's Championship Final as Team Aaron Slachinski of Airdrie takes on four-time Montana's Briar champ Kevin Cooley and his team from Calgary. Also, Saskatchewan's Mike McEwen and his team from Saskatoon take on Prince Edward Island. Don't forget, to the Recklaws are playing a free concert in the Patch tomorrow night. 18 teams split into two pools of nine, competing 
in an eight-game round robin within their pools. And from there, the top three in each pool advance to the playoffs. So who will be in that final a week from Sunday at 6 o'clock? Who knows? But the winner will be off to the uh, World Men's Curling Championship the end of March in Switzerland. So Montana's Briar starting tomorrow. We'll have you covered. They're on location with Jamie. And so much more at cjme.com, keeping you updated as well, too. Hey, if you want tickets for Draw 5 featuring Saskatchewan and Alberta, along with some VIP treatment on Sunday, then listen up. I've done it again just as yesterday. Thinking of all the curling rocks. I've come up with a few more songs with rock in the title. I've mashed them together. I think this is easy. I'll take your correct answers in your name at one 877 Everyone who gets it right goes in the draw. Yesterday, some felt it was a little too tough and not as many, so the odds were good. But listen closely. These rock songs. Do you know them? When the chimes ring five, six, and seven... Three rock songs there, if you will. If you can correctly identify them all and shoot me a text, one 877 Include your first and last name. I'll put you in the draw, and I'll announce the winners a little later on here this morning. I like it. A great turnout at my old elementary school last night. Rosemont Rink, in fact, is back at the school where the outdoor hockey league was out practicing. They had volunteers on hand serving up uh, over 500 bowls of chili for those who stopped by in the community. It was put on by the Rosemont Mount Royal Community Association. They had a big fire pit blazing there. A friend of our show and big supporter of that outdoor hockey league is Trent Wotherspoon, the MLA here in town. He uh, he shared some photos, too, I saw last night, assisting kids in playing hockey who might otherwise not because of those financial barriers. If you're a longtime listener of this show, you know what a huge fan I am of this organization. I had the organizers on uh, just about a week ago, too. So uh, good to see that in the Rosemont area. And staying in the Northwest for a moment, I want to give a shout-out to Sherwood Co-op on Rochdale. My friends at Sherwood Co-op, they're opening a liquor store in the mall this spring, they said. Yeah, apparently they're renovating that space in the mall, formerly I Love Sushi, that they used to have. They're renovating that so that uh, it'll make it easier. They'll open it up. You could access the liquor store through uh, the food store, too. So uh, congrats, Sherwood Co-op expanding it a little there. Now, to understand the latest Saskatchewan Rough Riders controversy, first you need to know what girl math is. It's a TikTok trend. The girls have been using to justify their purchases with humor. I got a Starbucks today that was four ninety. Anything under five dollars feels like it's pretty much free. Crawl math. For instance, my daughter might say, "Dad, that Lululemon was only fifty dollars. If I wear it fifty days, it was only a dollar a day." Look at it that way. That's it in a nutshell, right? It's silly, and of course, not to be taken seriously. It is just another lame brain TikTok trend, and we'll probably move on eventually here. But now, this week, the writers. Sending out that email that I guess they now believe missed the mark, judging by some of the reaction. They were thinking it was playful using girl math created by women who work with the riders using humor to explain purchases. But clearly, uh, rider fans didn't find it as lighthearted as they did. The director of marketing for the riders is a woman, Jacqueline uh, Hurlbert, said in a statement that the promotional email missed the mark and that it was 
imagined, even deployed by women within their marketing team. And they added an apology email was sent out to season ticket holders, and they will use this as a learning opportunity. And uh, yeah, the apology makes a point of saying their online voice is one that is largely male. And I'm sure the writer female creative team thought this might open the door, if you will, to a younger engaging audience, right? Because after all, they're just trying to attract younger fans to the game whose core audience is aging and clearly have a very little knowledge of the girl math trend. But I do believe there is an experience Regina hangover in this city, and some people are still sour from that, almost hypersensitive, if you will. But I am understanding how this, in the world we live in now, might offend some with stereotypes and jokes about women. But it was meant to be humorous because of a trend. And and the rage, from what I've seen, hasn't gone so far as to demand the writers swing the axe in the marketing department. The apology seems to have been enough. And props to the writers for reacting so quickly, I think, too, with that. I asked my daughter, who is uh, 29, last night what she thought of the ad. And she looked at it, kind of smirked, said, ah, it's kind of dumb, but she wasn't offended by it. She's in the hospitality industry and comes from a perspective of having heard it all, if you know what I mean, from customers who've had a little too much to drink. But but I have to admit, my daughter made me laugh last night when she looked at it and she said, yeah, that's kind of dumb. But then she said, you know what, Dad? If the writers really want to attract a younger audience, just make pill country larger. My call, my daughter calls it Tinder Live. She said everyone that goes to pill country is there for the same reason, to meet someone. And she joked, you don't have to swipe in that section. You just walk by one another. And that is, it's easy to... Instead, walk away or swipe away, if you will, from someone because you don't have a seat and you can't just move away when you're in a seat. So she calls it Tinder Live in Pill Country. (laughs) I thought, okay, yeah, you're probably right about that. How do you feel? Is this writer apology enough? I think it is. Or is their judgment so bad that an apology is not enough and you want change in the office? Because believe me, I think if men deployed this marketing method uh there'd be a louder demand for change but uh text me what are your thoughts one 300 7275